Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Step on Devil Row Show. Where you get news, interviews, hot topics, music from around the world, and more. Now here's your host, Step on Devil Row. Uh, uh, uh. on Devil Row. Step on Devil Row Show. Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. I'm back. <laughs> Yeah, people. Yeah, people. It was popping. It was popping. I still got a little voice left. Still got a little voice left. I'm trying to get situated here, you know, uh, with the voice that I have. It's really tiring. <laughs> it's tired. My voice is tired. Did a lot of yelling and screaming last night. We'll get into that a little bit later. Welcome to the Stefan Devereaux Show. I'm your host, Stefan Devereaux. We're here on Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. Uh, man, what a night. Last night was mad trill. Fresh out of Advil. Jesus, grabbed the wheel. Whew, so fun. Anyway, man, took a week off. Get prepared for uh, last night's show. Pro Wrestling Express. We did our thing last night. November knockout, man, awesome, awesome, awesome show. Um, you know, the past two PWX shows have been incredible. Uh, you know, the main event for October 30th was the casket match. And um, that was a lot of fun. We've seen Joshua Kavat become the new Pro Wrestling Express champion against all odds, <laughs> against all odds. I mean, really against all odds. Um, that's a nice little backstory we can get into another time. It was so fun. It was just so fun uh, last night. Got to see Thunderbear, uh, Chief Thunderbear, become the first ever Pro Wrestling Express Heritage Champion. And it was so fun to see those fans light up. And uh, we'll get into that, you know, uh, later on. But it was just a special night. Past two shows were just special. Last night was special, and we got something even. <laughs> the anniversary show, baby. PWX 27th anniversary show, December 11th. Go to ProWrestlingExpress.com. And that is Express with an X. No E. ProWrestlingExpress.com. Link is in the description, of course, as always. Anyway, what's up, my peoples? Let's talk about some stuff here. Yeah, this dude just don't shut up, man. I know some people can say the same thing about yours truly, but this dude don't shut up, man. This man don't shut up, man. Like, I'm tired of it, man. I'm tired of it, man. Feeling like Lucius Lines right now. I'm just tired of it, man. Every time I turn around, how is this dude running his mouth again? And you know who I'm talking about. The one and only Tiny Khan, owner of All Elite Wrestling. How is this guy running his mouth again? He always finds a way to run his mouth to throw shots at the throne, man. That throne is going to fall on you, man. That throne is going to fall on you. Don't throw rocks at the throne. Tiny Khan. You've seen what happened to Cody Rose's career. You know, he threw some shots. Well, let's say sledgehammers at the throne. 
and thought it was cute and funny. Dude's career hasn't been in the same sense. Let's just say that. That's another story. Anyway, Tiny Khan's out here running his mouth because of the WWE releasing more superstars. I mean, you can call them superstars if you want, but, I mean, superstars are ones who draw money. Sean Morrison Lee in his pack, you know, of superstars who was released. Uh, I mean, there was a couple other guys. Oh, the, 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 uh, the hit row guys. I mean, look, it is what it is, okay? It is what it is. The one thing that kills me about when wrestlers are released from the WWE contracts, Tiny Khan, he doesn't call them contracts, by the way. We'll talk about that in a second. But the one thing that irritates me about these releases, it's not the fact that they get released. It's the fact of these stupid, or my fault, toxic internet marks who go on a Facebook wrestling group, who goes on Twitter, and they'll sit there and say, I can't believe they released. They act so surprised. They act like they never, they have never been down this road before. Okay, but that's not the part that really bothers me. The part that bothers me is these are the same people, and I know who you are because I can call you out because I usually do it on in the Facebook groups. But you guys are the ones who sit back and say, "Oh, I don't watch the WWE no more." I don't do this, and I don't, I don't follow them no more, and blah, blah, blah. But as soon as a guy gets released, you're heartbroken. Why are you so heartbroken for a product you don't watch? Why are you so heartbroken for guys that you say should be freed from the WWE? When they're cut, these guys are cut, they can go and work anywhere else now. They can go to your heaven, as you call it, some of you call it, wrestling heaven is all elite wrestling. Uh, they can go there. He's setting everybody up. With his shots that he took this past week, oh, come on down, guys. You want money? I'm paying. And it's guaranteed. Tiny Khan had the nerve to say this. The WWE, they don't give out contracts anymore, real contracts. They give out temporary agreements or arrangements. Sorry, temporary arrangements. Not breathe. Yeah, exactly. This dude, bro, just because Vince McMahon is not a mark like you are and signing all of his guys to guarantee contracts for the next three to five years. And look, I have no I got no beef with you signing these guys to guarantee contracts. No beef. None whatsoever. Your overhead may have a little beef with you, but me personally, I don't. Guys are getting paid. I want the guys to get paid. If there's a mark out there who's willing to spend that money for these for the guys to get paid, guaranteed contracts, five years, bruh, take it up, man. Tiny Khan, you're the man. But for you to use that as a way to toss shots at the WWE, do you know how idiotic that makes you look? And sound. Why? Because there was guaranteed contracts that helped cripple, cripple the company that used to air in primetime on TNT and TBS. Something that you're doing right now. Who's tell you tell us? Uh, they make they make these mistakes that that Eric Bischoff make. 
WWE make, but you're out here bragging about guaranteed contracts? That you're guaranteeing guys contracts? No one did you can you guarantee that well besides the fact that you got your daddy's money, you got his wallet. Hey, no problem, no beef, dog. I don't mind that. Trust me, I don't. Just do it wisely. I can learn a few things about how to use and you know uh, our parents' money. I'm a parent now myself, grandparent actually, but still, you know, I could have learned. You know, as a child, I didn't want to listen to my parents about how to manage money. Tony Kong, you didn't, you never had to worry about managing money because guess what? It was always handed to you. So now you're willing to hand it to everybody else. The wrestling, pro wrestling's version of the stimulus checks. No beef. No beef. I'm not asking for none of that money either. You know, people was, oh, would you ever go? You know what? As much hate that people say I throw at these guys, I don't think I'll ever have an opportunity, but I still want to see this company succeed. And Tiny Khan, when you come out here and you say that you're these guaranteed contracts, and if you look at your product and look the way the business model was set up, bro, those guaranteed contracts are going to cripple you too. It's hard to take criticism from people who are not on the inside. Trust me. I'm going through it right now. I go through it with Pro Wrestling Express. You know, being a CEO of a company is not an easy job. I get it. But you've got to find somebody who's going to be able to have checks and balances when it comes to that money. The booking part you can handle, bro. You can get through the rough edges of production and things like that, but the money part? Dude, I'm not thinking, there's no way that you got a daggone ocean full of money that you're willing to just toss into this little bottle called professional wrestling. There's no way. You were driving, dude, I just believe that you may be driving a, a Brinks truck, and that thing could be filled. But, bro, there's a time it could crash. There's a time that, let's say, you get robbed. I mean, because you know, in the wrestling business, there's a bunch of guys who will have no problems coming at your pockets and ask you for more money than they're worth. And you're going to give it to them because, hey, you know, you're doing what's right for the guys. No problem, Tony. No problem, Tony. I'm calling you Tony now. No problem. But what you need to do is make sure that this thing is going to be set up for 10 years. 10 years. Because the rate AEW is going right now, what if he just, one day I'm tired of losing money. I mean, he just, he gets married and starts having kids and the passion is not there for wrestling anymore. What happens then? With you losing money on top of it. What happens then? See, those are the things that I am concerned about. This isn't like Vince McMahon and the McMahon family and so forth, three, four generations deep in this thing. Deep in this thing. You don't come from a family of promoters, maybe owners. It's about it. That's about it. And the way those teams are managed, I mean, looking at the, you know, Jaguars and your, your English football club, I mean, 
Thank goodness the NFL has a salary cap, huh? Anyway, Tony, you got to stop with this constant, constant. You're doing towards the WWE. Bro, we know that you're out there. You don't have to keep tossing shots at these guys. The fans know you're there. The reason why they're probably not watching is because, uh, and hey, look, there's a couple of things that are on AEW that I like. You know, I actually watched this past week's episode of Dynamite. There were some things I liked, some things I didn't like. I, I like the Brian Danielson, or was it Brian? Anyway, it don't matter. Brian Danielson, <laughs> I do it all the time. I like what they're doing with him, turning him heel. I thought it could have been done a little bit better. But, hey, did it in town and do hometown. But the problem is he was be, he was being booed in Adam's hometown, which means so if he goes on the road, is he going to be cheered again? So that means he's going to have to work a little harder to make himself over as a, as a heel. But I, I, I like it. Um, I'm not fond of the MJF CM Punk thing. I'm not. I'm not, unless Punk puts MJF over. But I have no reason to believe that he's going to do it. He's wrestling different guys every show. Just got done with Eddie Kingston. I mean, so we'll see what happens. The promos are going to be classic. I can't wait for those. The promos are going to be classic. I just don't want to see MJF lose. I'm serious. I really don't. It's one of my favorite guys in the business. Love MJF. Let me actually cry if he loses. <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> but there's some things that I like. The Adam Page deal, you, you waited too long to put him over as the champion. And guess what? I actually like Kenny Omega. So there are things on this show that I like, and I want to see succeed. But I'm just afraid that you're going to get bored one day, Tiny. You're going to be tired of losing money. Your wife will be tired of, you know, you going to these daggone wrestling shows and the baby and blah, blah, blah. blah. Come on, man. Come on. Throwing the shots, too, please. I've been to the WWE because it just makes no sense why you're doing it. Just keep your mouth shut. Let your product speak. As Eric Bischoff said a month ago, shut up and wrestle, man. That's all we're going to ask. That's all his fans want. I don't, I don't, man, dude, it's almost as bad as Trump every single daggone day on Twitter or Fox News or whatever. I got tired of listening to Trump. Trump's my guy. I, man, I mess with Trump. Until he started running his mouth every single day. This was before he became president. Back in the day, man, we just man, Trump was that dude. I'm sorry, he was, he wasn't <clears throat> perfect, perfect segue for where we're going. Oh, perfect. Trump, back in the day, the real life Ric Flair. Yeah. What Ric Flair was doing, that's what Trump was doing. But in the ring, what Ric Flair was doing in the ring, that's what was Trump was, he was doing it outside of the ring. It was Spectacular. The promos he would cut. The the lines he would drop in newspaper articles. Bro, dude was over. But 
too much, you start hearing them all the time and start like, dude, can you shut up, please? And then they start getting, you know what I'm saying? That's you right now, Tiny Corn. You talk too much. You never shut up. Matter of fact, I'm going to have to find that song, and I'm going to start playing it on the radio, on this show, every time I have to speak about Tiny Khan opening his mouth. <sighs> That's going to be fun. <sighs> but anyway, you're listening to the Stephon Devereaux Show, Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, oh, man. You know, I have a feeling this will probably be my favorite podcast very soon. And we're going to talk about it soon. Coming up next, Stephon Devereaux Show, Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. You're listening to Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. How to text a guy to keep him interested. Hmm, it's a question many women ask daily. Well, Amy North believes she has found the answer with how to text a guy to keep him interested. It's a new course that she has put together and it's helping ladies all across the world. You can go to how to text a guy to keep him interested.weebly.com for more information. Amy says she has the answer, so find out there at how to text a guy to keep him interested.weebly.com. Recovery from mental and substance use disorders is real. You can recover. It's possible. It happens every day. Never give up on yourself. Discover hope and help. I thought I was too far gone. I wasn't. Join the voices for recovery. The world is a beautiful place again. For 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders for you or someone you know, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. I'm getting older. Do I need to worry about falling? Yes, you do. Each year, one in four people 65 and older will experience a fall, and many will be serious. The majority of falls happen at home, so remove things that could make you trip and install handrails to keep you steady. To learn more about the steps you can take to help prevent a fall, please talk to your doctor. You can also visit aarpfoundation.org or medicaremadeclear.com slash falls. This message was brought to you by United Healthcare and AARP Foundation. Uh, Stephon Devereaux, Stephon Devereaux Show, Angry Kids 24-7 Radio, yeah, mm-hmm, 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 oh yeah, hey, I wasn't too hard on Tiny, was I? Okay, it doesn't matter, anyway, <laughs> oh man, you know what, it's probably going to be my favorite podcast in the near future, um, I, I, I feel it coming, I'm just waiting to see which direction they're going to go in. Um, I just feel it coming because uh, I'm, you know, big fans of both of these gentlemen. Uh, the Ric Flair Woo Nation Uncensored podcast is probably going to be my favorite within the next, uh, I'll say, next three episodes. Um, you know, right now I love uh, keeping it 100 with Conan and uh, Disco and those guys. I love that show. Um what Conrad is doing with his uh, with his guys, um, you know Eric Bischoff and Jeff Jarrett 
you know, there's they can all be put into one big, you know, number one, number two, or whatever podcast that I love to listen to because it just doesn't matter. Um, but I just got a gut feeling, man, Ric Flair, because it's just Ric Flair, and you know he has the stories, but you also get a chance to listen to his thought process, his thoughts on the, uh, you know, sports and you know, football. He's a big college football fan, obviously, and um, uh, I'm just enjoying this. I was enjoying the show, his first episode. You know, it reminded me of when he and Conrad did his show back in the day. But uh, this one is different because Mark Madden, you know, uh, Mark Madden, a lot of you remember him as the WCW uh, color commentator back in the day uh, on Nitro. But, um, you know, us here in Pittsburgh, we remember Mark Madden as the uh, the host of the ESPN show, uh, here, the local ESPN radio station, and um, now I think he's on WXDX, uh, 105.9. That's, you know, uh, and he's incredible. You know, Mark Madden, he has an opinion that a lot of people don't like, but he gives it. And he's very, 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 very smart. Uh, little history, Mark Madden and I, when he, uh, when I was starting out in radio, actually television, um, I met Mark at a, a Steel City Wrestling show, and the guy gave me his home phone number and told me to call him anytime I needed anything, any help with anything. And I was 20 years old. This dude didn't know me for anything, but he offered me that. And then, um, yeah, I would call him every now and then. And I want to talk about what we talk about. Anyway, but uh, maybe like a year or two later, I ended up getting a radio show on WCXJ 1550 AM. And it was a wrestling show. Uh, I talked about it in this last episode, actually. Um, but it was a, a wrestling show. And guess who decided to do a wrestling show on their on their radio station, on their radio show? Because he had his own radio show. Uh, he did the draft time, I believe. It was, what, from 5 to 8, or maybe 4 to 8, every uh, Monday through Friday on uh, ESPN 1250 AM. And this guy decides to do a wrestling show Friday nights at 7 o'clock. Oh, of course, because my show came on Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock, and I did it live. <laughs> I did it live. Get up early to go to the studio, have the show written out the night before. I write the whole show out the night before, news, notes, everything, and then come to the studio the next morning, and I would give him my all. And he decides to do his show, and I'm like, Damn. <laughs> so, of course, I was hot, man. I was very hot. And uh, I went after Mark Madden on the radio a few times, you know. And, of course, I got spanked, you know. He was Mark Madden, man. The dude's a, he's a legend. You know, that's like me going against Howard Stern. It ain't happening to me. Um, and Mark Madden spanked me. And it was fun. You know, I, I lost. <laughs> I got spanked. You know what I'm saying? I'll take my medicine on that. And uh, he showed me, here, this is how you do it. And, um. Legend. So when I found out that he and Ric Flair was going to do this podcast, I said, oh, my God, this is going to be incredible because I, I know both of these guys and their energy is going to be incredible together. And, um, man, yes. So that first episode, they had me, yeah, I was cracking up most of the episode because of them two. Are, they're just so funny together. That is so funny. But anyway, Ric Flair said a few things uh, that – some wrestling fans are they 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 just you know, do the same thing. I mean, 
vote. This is why this is what scares me about this show actually. This is what scares me. Because I know that Ric Flair will give you some stories from back in the day that are gonna seem really, really insensitive because, you know, the cancel culture that we live oh I just wanna choke cancel uh, anyway. Anyway. But um he'll give you some stories. And one of the stories that he gave you or gave us was the story of uh, him doing some matches in uh, the Dominican Republic some years back uh, and how he quote unquote lost the world title, but he didn't lose the world title and blah, blah, blah. So he had to go back down to the Dominican Republic and he decided that uh, he wanted to bring Roddy Piper with him. And Roddy Piper came down and they did the show and uh, Roddy Piper Rick Flair was paid with fifteen grand, and Roddy Piper was paid five hundred dollars in coke and five hundred dollars and fifteen uh, of cocaine. So what happens? We get some toxic internet marks. Oh, why would he talk about Roddy Piper like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, Roddy Piper talked about it his damn self. I mean, he talked about the daggone drugs that he that he put up in his body his damn self. This is the problem. This is the problem about the, when you try to tell old days, I mean, olden day stories about professional wrestling, these sensitive, wannabe, cancel culture, toxic internet marks, toxic idiot marks, they think, they think, oh, we shouldn't talk about these things. We shouldn't bring it up. Oh, because you're going to discredit him. The homie said it his damn self. Roddy Piper sat there and told you he'd be dead by a certain age because of the stuff he put in his body. But Ric Flair is supposed to be canceled again because of this? You're supposed to be mad at him because of this? Oh, maybe he shouldn't tell stories like this with everything that's going on with him. What's going on with him? What's going on with him? More cancel culture BS? Y'all cancel the... the, the look, y'all... Yeah. Calm down here. <laughs> Yeah, I said it like that. Calm down, Aaron. That's what my mom would say. You guys, you guys, going to sit here and get mad because you told a story about Roddy Piper from a thousand years ago. For most of you dudes were even born who were saying he needs to stop talking. Really, man? We all know it was a different time back then. And guess what? It still goes on today in the entertainment business. Why don't you come here and cancel everything? I don't see y'all trying to cancel gangster rap. I don't see you trying to cancel the rap that's telling telling dudes to, you know, uh, Percocet and Molly Percocet. And I don't see you trying to cancel that. But you want to cancel a story from Dagwell 40 years ago. Cancel culture. Yeah. Cancel yourself, please. I feel better now. I feel better now. <laughs> therapy, baby. This is therapy. I keep trying to tell you. But I just I thought it was really weird that they wanted to cancel that cancel him over that story. Yeah, people were saying it. I seen the message I seen the comments. But it's gonna be an awesome podcast if he's already getting people pissed off. <laughs> I love it. He's the nature boy, the dirtiest player of the game. 
Now, the dirtiest player in the game also said, uh, you know, what is it? What is CM Punk and, you know, Daniel Branson done? Or Brian Danielson done for AEW's ratings? He said they should be hitting at least 1.1 million a week. And they're not. I mean, is he lying? Numbers don't lie. If you want, I can get the numbers because they were less than a million again this past week. Hot off of their pay-per-view. Don't get me wrong. It was up. The number was up. I think it was like 978 compared to the week before that, which was like 919 or something. So it was up. They got a few more fans that wanted to come and see what happened at the pay-per-view, see some highlights and so forth, and see where AEW was going to go with Dynamite this past week. Okay, no problem, B. But Ric Flair's right. This is a man who's drawn. Look, you can say whatever you want, and when he criticizes stuff like this, he has every right to. You know why? Because he was the one who was on the road drawing houses every single place he went to. It was on his shoulders to draw them houses. He understands how to draw houses. Something that is a lost art form these days with a lot of these guys. They don't care about drawing houses anymore. They care about making sure that they get their stuff in. They get their stuff in. I wanted to say the other word, but I couldn't. But that's the problem. Ric Flair didn't have to worry about getting the stuff in. You know why? What he had to worry about was making sure those fans those fans were involved in that match because how? How did he do that? Because he listened to the crowd, and he let that crowd dictate where that match was going to go. He knew he was that was he was more than likely going to win, but he gave them the match that they wanted. The fans, the, the match that they wanted. That's what get these fans emotionally involved, and keep them emotionally involved. Last night, last night, we had fans. We were coming into the building halfway through the show. They were leaving the pit game, coming through traffic on 376 East to get to the show to see the main event because they were emotionally invested. Can somebody tell me, like, don't get me wrong, AEW has some spots, but Obviously, those spots aren't, big, aren't, aren't enough because guess why? They can't get over 1.1 million. CM Punk had a dude crying in the audience. Now, the way they put it out there, you would think that the whole audience was crying. They weren't. You know why? Because the ratings are telling you they're not, and they weren't. Yeah. The American Dragon. Lost last match we seen him man, in the WWE. He was getting his, he was getting pinned. Now he's automatically being put in the daggone title shot, the title contention here now. Okay, as long as he puts Adam Page over, I don't mind. Give Adam a little, you know, a little shine there. But still, but they got the nerve to get mad at this man because he speaks the truth. What a business. What a business. Love it. And I'm going to love this podcast. I'm definitely going to love this podcast. I'm already emotionally invested. (laughs) 
Oh, my goodness. I'm already emotionally invested. I can't wait. Ric Flair doing his thing again. I'm so happy for the Nature Boy. I love the Nature Boy, man. I'm just, I'm so happy for him. You know, um, his way right now, after they tried to cancel the man just a few months, a couple months ago, they wanted him gone. You can't stop the dirtiest player in the game, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, you can't do it, man. It's just not going to happen. You know why? Because we love him too much. Now, listen to the podcast. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ric Flair, Woo Nation Uncensored. Oh, my goodness. It will be my number one podcast very soon. But you're listening to the Stefan Devereaux Show, Angry Kids, 24-7 radio. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, does these WWE releases really bother you? I mean, let's just be real. Stefan Devereaux Show, Angry Kids, 24-7 radio. We'll be back. How to text a guy to keep him interested? Hmm, it's a question many women ask daily. Well, Amy North believes she has found the answer with how to text a guy to keep him interested. It's a new course that she has put together and it's helping ladies all across the world. You can go to how to text a guy to keep him interested.weebly.com for more information. Amy says she has the answer, so find out there at how to text a guy to keep him interested.weebly.com. Recovery from mental and substance use disorders is real. You can recover. It's possible. It happens every day. Never give up on yourself. Discover hope and help. I thought I was too far gone. I wasn't. Join the voices for recovery. The world is a beautiful place again. For 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders for you or someone you know, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. I'm getting older. Do I need to worry about falling? Yes, you do. Each year, one in four people 65 and older will experience a fall, and many will be serious. The majority of falls happen at home, so remove things that could make you trip and install handrails to keep you steady. To learn more about the steps you can take to help prevent a fall, please talk to your doctor. You can also visit aarpfoundation.org or medicaremadeclear.com slash falls. This message was brought to you by United Healthcare and AARP Foundation. Stephon Devereaux Show, Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. We're back. Man, I mean, like, I'm being real. I really don't care that WWE is releasing people the way they are. I really don't care, man. And I'll be honest with you. Yes, I, you know, I don't follow the product that much. You know, I, I really don't. Um, But... I'm just saying, man, does the WWE, oh, I don't care. Does these releases bother you? I'm guessing, you know, well, the toxic internet marks, they bother them because they just want to look for anything. But to be honest with you, it's probably the best thing for these guys. If you're sitting on a roster and you're not doing anything, now you can go and do indie shows. This is only going to make the indie scene even stronger. 
even stronger. Our competition last night pulled up Brett Murphy, I believe, you know, last minute for their show, made it stronger. I mean, shoot. Guys are popping up everywhere. These guys are getting paid now. You know, like, they're getting paid to wrestle. My fault. They're, I said that wrong. They're getting paid to wrestle. To do what they wanted, to do what they got in this business to do. Wrestle. Not sit on the sidelines and, you know, play down in the down at the performance center with your friends. And No. They wanted to become professional wrestlers and get paid. And that's what they're going to be able to do on the road. And the scenes. You know, this is not a bad deal. When guys are getting released like this, it's not a bad thing for at least for the minor leagues of professional wrestling, if you want to call the indies that. You get guys who are going to work on shows that you've seen on the WWE, okay? John Morrison, for instance. Hey, look, John Morrison is just not a mainstream guy. It has not worked for John Morrison and other companies as well. People want to blame the WWE for John Morrison not getting over. It's not their fault. They kept the guy on a roster for some time now, and they've always they've given him stuff to do. It don't matter what type of well, we, they had him good with Miz and they was good at the gates. That guy was big buddy and those guys. So what? You know what it did for John Morrison? It got John Morrison uh, more impressions on his Twitter page. More views on his YouTube page, more, I mean, more attention. And guess what? It still didn't do nothing for his career. He still didn't stay over. But it's the WWE's fault. Where's John Morrison been a superstar anywhere else? I'll wait. Thank you. But you know where he can thrive? On the independence. Because he can come in there as a former WWE superstar, former tag team champion, former ECW champion, or whatever he had, anybody that you can market that and have him go in there and wrestle a young local guy. He could put over the young local guy, make the young local guy look like a superstar. You know who used to do that back in the day and was very good at doing it? The former NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Not just Ric Flair, Harley Race, Jack Briscoe, Terry Funk. They have to, They used to have to go to these towns as the champion and get over the local guy. That's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing because it makes the town stronger. Yes, I know wrestling is global now with the WWE and AEW's trying and Blah, blah, blah. I get it. But it don't matter if the young, if those guys on the independent scene, it's not getting over, not getting looked at by fans. And great matches, marquee matches. That's what you want. And if John Morrison being released from his WWE contract that you fans believe that he's been misused and mistreated since he's been there, his damn wife is on there crying, bruh. You got released last time. Shut up. Why did you get released? No one cares about you. It's nothing personal. It's business. 
You can go on an indie scene and make money and do what you do. Wrestle a 20-minute match, a 30-minute match. You don't have to worry about the TV time limits and all that. If you're that type of worker, then the indie scene is the best place for you. Not the WWE where it's scripted and you're going to be canned. Come on, man. That's why I don't care when they release these guys. It's probably the best thing for them and the business. As a whole, man, that's what's best for business when there's talent out there. When there's talent out there that can help get over the young talent. CM Punk wasn't always a superstar. He wrestled superstars to help him get better. Remember, he wrestled Eddie Guerrero? Was it Ring of Honor? And Eddie Guerrero was released from the WWE during that time. So let's just be real, man. Be real. Sometimes these things are what's best for business. And guys, your buddy Tiny Khan is going to go sign him up anyway. Well, not all of them. So, man, quit complaining when these guys get released. You know, hit row, whatever happens with that group, I mean, hey, it is what it is. You know how I feel about the way the WWE uses black wrestlers anyway. They got them in these daggone raccoon outfits. I'm sorry. They're probably better off elsewhere. Instead of in raccoon outfits on national TV every week. And speaking of raccoons, I'm going to get into that in the next segment, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, the hot sauce is about to be dripping. I'm serious. We're going to talk about that in the next segment. But I'm just saying, why? Why get angry? Be thankful. Be thankful that there's a lot of talent that you can go see in your local hometown, gymnasium, VFW, whatever. Now you can go see them at the fire hall. And you don't have to pay $50 for the ticket. You get an up-close personal experience with these guys. Autographs. I mean, last night when James Ellsworth was in the building, do you not know how many fans was really lining up to say what's up to James Ellsworth? They never had a chance to do that, but they did last night. And let me tell you something. That's a smart brother right there. That's my man. Look, if you guys want to know a blueprint on how to survive outside of the WWE, look at that man. Why? Because he's surviving and doing really well. He's a promoter. He does shows every week. He doesn't have to rely on a WWE contract to keep him over. He does it on his own. It's called hard work. But when your favorite gets fired, you think it's the end of the world, man. No, it's not. No, it's not. And he's proof of it. Remember, you guys said, oh, his career's over because he got cut from the WWE. That was, what, three years ago? The dude is still hot out here, man. So think about that. There is life after the WWE, and sometimes it's what's best for business. That man's pockets, 
and the WWE roster. You're listening to the Stephon Devereaux Show. <laughs> Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. We're going to take a quick break. <laughs> when I get back, we're going to get into last night's PWX show. Oh, my goodness. I had so much fun. Yes, I had so much fun. Wrestling is fun again for me, and I don't have to watch any of the majors for it to be fun. Independent wrestling is where it's at. Stephon Devereaux Show, Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. You're listening to Angry Kids 24-7 How to text a guy to keep him interested? Hmm, it's a question many women ask daily. Well, Andy North believes she has found the answer with how to text a guy to keep him interested. It's a new course that she has put together and it's helping ladies all across the world. You can go to how to text a guy to keep him interested.weebly.com for more information. Andy says she has the answer, so find out there at how to text a guy to keep him interested.weebly.com. Recovery from mental and substance use disorders is real. You can recover. It's possible. It happens every day. Never give up on yourself. Discover hope and help. I thought I was too far gone. I wasn't. Join the voices for recovery. The world is a beautiful place again. For 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders for you or someone you know, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. I'm getting older. Do I need to worry about falling? Yes, you do. Each year, one in four people 65 and older will experience a fall, and many will be serious. The majority of falls happen at home, so remove things that could make you trip and install handrails to keep you steady. To learn more about the steps you can take to help prevent a fall, please talk to your doctor. You can also visit aarpfoundation.org or medicaremadeclear.com slash falls. This message was brought to you by United Healthcare and AARP Foundation. You're listening to Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. Stephon Devereaux. Stephon Devereaux Show. Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. We all back. Oh, man. This has been a fun show, actually. I was wondering if I was going to be able to last. I have last. I have, well, I'm, we're not done yet anyway. <laughs> but people, man, I want you to go to www.prowrestlingexpress.com. And that's express with an X, not an E. That's E, I mean, X-P-R-E-S-S. Um, wow. Get those tickets for December 11th, the 27th anniversary show. PWX, and um, it's going to be special, man. It's going to be special, man. I can't wait. But last night was special, too, you know. It was very special. Um, had some, you know, old faces from my past come back and, you know, go at me. Uh, one turned their back on me and kind of hurt my feelings. Um, but let's be real, you know, hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, I'll take it because for what the fans told me as they left the building last night, you know, it was well worth it. Um, 
And I just can't wait for December 11th, man. I really can't, but, you know, I, I really can't. But I'll talk about December. I mean, I'll talk about last night a little bit. Um, give you a little background, some stuff, you know, just a little bit of things, a little bit of things. Um, but, uh, you know, we had some surprises last night. You know, the Fight Society guys decided to 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 ruin my surprise. But, um, you know, we'll get into that in a second. Uh, but you go to the page, our Pro Wrestling Express page, uh, PWX Pro Wrestling shows and training uh, for complete results. But I'm going to get into a little bit of these results here. Um, how the show started out, by the way, that was crazy. Um, we were supposed to have a contract signing, but uh, Ampo and RK Destroyer, I mean, excuse me, Ampo to Destroyer and RK Sawyer decided to start out the show fighting. And I was kind of, oh, these guys, they've been you know, former tag team partners, uh, RK decided to join the plague, at, turned on his his best friend at the time, and and guess what? These guys have been rocking since. And uh, last night, before this contract signing, they decided to fight some more, and I had to deal with that. Just, uh, but I got the contract signed. See, RK, you need to start reading contracts, buddy. You need to start reading those contracts. That's what got me in trouble with Fight Society. I wasn't reading their contracts. You need to start reading contracts, bro. I'm serious, because uh, Ampo the Destroyer decided to switch some things up, and I won't tell you how. We'll get into that another day. <laughs> no, he did not grease my pockets, all right? But uh, there was supposed to be a Texas death match at the anniversary show, and it didn't happen that way. It's not going to happen that way because the contract that RK signed was for a kendo stick match against Ampo, and oh, that was so funny. That was so funny. And of course, you know, RK got upset, and he, you know, went after Ampo, and of course, me being a smart man that I am, um, I made it a tag match because two people decided to come out and, inter, you know, interject themselves into this match, and one was Sinborn on behalf of RK, and the other one was uh, the Ram Anthony Drake on the behalf of uh, Ampo, and those guys, yeah. They was rocking the house to start the show. I made it a tag match. I had to. Um, then later on, we had some situations that popped off between, uh, oh, goodness. Well, the hero champ, Manic, uh, beat up on Mark Smart, and he beat him up really bad. And he beat him up. It took him like two minutes. To, he beat him bad. Um, and then after that, his tag team partner, Lestat, took on Johnny Switchblade. And that was a pretty good match, you know, actually, until Manic decided to come out and put himself in the middle of that. And you just got to watch the TV show to find out, you know, what happened in that, the end of that match. But afterwards, um, you know, Manic talked to the microphone and he announced himself, or excuse me, announced that dishonor is with Fight Society. And, um, yeah, that 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 messed me up a little bit, and it's, but because I, I'm a look, man, Lestat's my guy. Man, I got we're cool, but Lestat is my guy. Those fans love Lestat, and what he did, you know, he chose his best friend over us. Okay, cool, that's cool, no problem. The problem I I had was what came next, and that was Manic introducing the rest of Fight Society, Path Novak, the leader of Fight Society, Horsepower, 
and someone from my past. So 10 years ago, you know, during my managerial days, I did something to someone that, um, you know, do I regret it? No, because it led to me, you know, managing the heavyweight champion of undisputed championship wrestling. And uh, look, I did something wrong, okay? And maybe it's coming back. I'm going to have to pay for it now, you know. Um, I'm not the same person that I was 10 years ago. But uh, Kim Flamingo, I used to work for Kim Flamingo uh, during my UCW days. Um, I was Kent's assistant, and I did some things that um, that got Kent in a little bit of trouble, and it led to me taking over Flamingo Enterprises, or excuse me, from uh, Flamingo Inc. And um, he had to go away for a little bit of time. I'm just, I'm not going to get into what, but he had to go away for a little bit, and uh, I took it over and I ran it. Became the Devereux Committee of Pro Wrestling, and managed Bulldozer to the Heavyweight Championship of Undisputed Championship Wrestling, and uh, we went on a tear. And you know, I I thought everything was cool with me and Kent. You know, he came back for a brief time, and you know, we didn't talk much. You know, things were different at the time. You know, I wasn't with the Devereux committee anymore. I was, you know, doing broadcasting and I thought everything was cool. And uh, I got this job as the CEO of PWX and this idiot decides to come back and be a thorn in my side last night. You son of a, (laughs) that's cool though. And of course he explained a little bit of why he's here and it's cool. It's cool. But uh, Ken Flamingo is now the owner of fight society. And, um, We'll talk about that a little bit later, you know, on a later date. But they also introduced um, a, a new member, uh, one of the hottest free agents out there, um, Haas Hoggood. And this dude, I, I tried to sign on myself. I'm kind of sick that they signed this dude, but it's cool. You know, when some, you lose some. And um, I decided to bring my surprise out. And my surprise was former WWE superstar, one of my best friends in this business, James Ellsworth. And, uh, Everything was cool, man. James was in there. He was kicking some booty. And um, they got involved. Fight Society got involved, of course. And, uh, yeah, so this was my mistake. I needed – hey, look, they weren't going to jump the dude, so I was going to get him some backup. I was going to make it a six-man tag match, and I did. You know, um, I had a newcomer, a new free agent that I was I was able to sign. Uh, Nick Saracelli, and um, needed another uh, member, needed another tag partner to take on these guys in a six-man match, and one guy put his hand up, and his name is Derek Wayne. And I couldn't believe it. Really, Derek? Really, Derek? Then I, 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 that's all I can say was, really, Derek? And um, you know what he did? He came in there, he stood up, and I... I I thought he was going to, you know, flake out, but no, he went in there and he, you know, he did, a, he did his thing for a minute. But later on, hmm, yeah, this idiot, James Ellsworth, decides to show his true colors, and he, you know, super kicked my guy. 
and he joined Fight Society. That's cool. You know, I'm a little disappointed, but we're going to get over that. We're going to get through that. And I'm going to talk about that more next week. Um, But also we had the Circle of Respect induction of Hank Hudson. God, man, I, I had tears in my eyes watching the speech, especially the guy who inducted him. Uh, former PWX referee, senior official. And he, I can't even say former because he's not former. You know, when you're PWX one time, you're always PWX in my heart. Um, but senior official, Sean Patrick, longtime senior official, Sean Patrick, man. And he did the induction for Hank, and it was beautiful. Hank gave one of the most beautiful speeches that I could have I've ever seen. And um, I know that's going to be on a TV show coming up soon. Um, can't wait. Can't wait for that. Um, so check that out. Also, we had the Cash App Challenge. Oh, I'm not even going to tell you. Just see that TV show for that one. That was funny. That was funny. Um, tag team match, Aaron Connors and Gusta Garner took on Sugar Steve Flash and the Crazy Hillbilly Bud Cassidy. Um, Connors and, and uh, Gus won, kept the, you know, retained the titles. Then afterwards, Connors gave Gus, or excuse me, Connors gave Sugar Steve Flash, his former mentor, an opportunity for revenge at the anniversary show. Because he said, I will get in the ring with you one more time, but you have to do it by my rules. And that's an eight-man tag match, because I got two friends coming up that I haven't seen in a while, and that is Ricky Morton of the Rock and Roll Express and his son, Kerry. Man. So, Gus, the Gartner, and Aaron Connors will be teaming up with Ricky Morton and Carrie Morton next month, December 11th at the anniversary show. And we'll have more, you know, uh, about that later uh, coming up before the show and so forth. But anyway, uh, Joshua Kavad beat Eric Ecton, and right afterwards, James Ellsworth, the little bastard, decided to come in there and interrupt, and he... He knocked out my guy, super kicked my guy, and he challenged him to the show next month, December 11th. So it'll be Ellsworth versus Joshua Kovat for a PWX Heavyweight Championship. And in our main event last night, um, we seen my man Chief Thunderbear. He kicked some booty. He kicked some booty, and he became the first ever PWX Heritage Champion. And um, you're just going to have to watch the TV show to see how that whole thing played out because it was just incredible. The fans, I, There was fans that had, was crying, but – but you're listening to the Stefan Devereaux Show, and I want to thank you for joining us. And we will see you next week with more information on the anniversary show of PWX. <laughs>